Welcome to Friday Night Party Line for Friday, February 24th, 2017. I'm your uh, host, Victor Frost, and it's, uh, it's just me and Skojo tonight. Hey, Skojo. Hey. Um, yeah, where's our party? Did we get left out? <laughs> it's a party of two. <laughs> speaking of which, Gojo, I, speaking of party of two, I can hear two of myself. How come I can hear two of myself? Yeah, why is that? It's weird. I thought we figured out all the uh, vocal stuff before the show. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm just noticing that I can hear two of me, and that's not a thing that normally happens. What's going on there? Hmm. How loud are your headphones? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You know what? Maybe that's the case. <laughs> Let me, uh, I'll turn uh, the volume down on them a bit. So how you doing, man? Uh, I'm just, it's been like, uh, you know, sickness yeah. because of the really crappy, uh, mild winter that we are having. Uh, sickness is ravaging through the oh. Northeast. Oh yeah. I remember that when it's, when it's not warm enough to be pleasant, but yet not cold enough to utterly destroy the possibility of any viruses or whatever propagating. Yeah, pretty much uh, one member of the family has a stomach virus, the other one has a head cold, mm-hmm. uh, and I might be having allergies. I don't really know what's going Jesus. on at the moment. Yeah, well, it seems like the rain over here has let up, which is which is fine. I mean, compared to last year... Where where ninety percent of the state was in a was in a state of drought. Uh, we are we are doing pretty well at the moment, though. I'm hearing people com- you know complaining as they do over here about the rain, and I'm like, ha, through that biz. <laughs> You're like, I like water. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's nice though, but the but it is good because last week we couldn't do the show because the infrastructure situation here was pretty shit. Because it's not designed to handle water. Anywho, so we've got some uh, got some topics. We're gonna talk about what happened. Uh, it was it was today that this happened, right? Where where the where CNN and the Times, both New York and L.A., as well as Politifact, was it no, not Politifact, Politico, yeah, Politico, Politico, Politico yeah. were were barred from entering a a. Q and A session with uh, with Spicy over at the White House. Yeah, did you hear the the one uh, news group that got uh, that got authorized? It's like some sort of fake news provider that they, I, I don't know. I couldn't find the, the name. Was it? Uh, was it? Um, it was like a O O C O N C something. Yeah, like some that? like ridiculous troll headline yeah. website got <laughs> credentials whereas the new york times did not that that's the world we live well, in it's not even that point. they have press it's not that they didn't have not that the new york times and stuff didn't have credentials they were just not yeah barred in yeah and which is ridiculous what use are your credentials if they don't let you in exactly right <laughs> um I can't, I can't even find where it was. It's just it's just really just bizarre. I mean, and then here's the funny part. Trump was really happy with the LA Times because the LA Times was like the only major newspaper that forecasted his victory in the election. And now they're getting the, the stick too. Oh, good news. <laughs> but wait, now we now you just left us all in suspense. Yeah, Victor. I know. Suspense. Uh, apparently there was some manner of good news. Anywho, 
I'll find that out later. But uh, yeah, no, this is kind of ridiculous how the news. This is this is a subversion of one of the most fundamental things to democracy: the freedom of the press. <sighs> yeah, it's just it's kind of sad that both of our uh, journalists are not <laughs> our regular journalists are not on the <laughs> no. uh, line today. <laughs> Nelson Nelson has to clean his apart. Nelson has to clean his apartment. Which look, I will never say that is a a bad reason to to you know to have to spend time doing things i i just i just cleaned out my tower my computer case and it was not in a good way <laughs> there was, three pulled, cans of of canned no, air no it, it, it was it was beyond that i actually had to take like the grill off of my power supply and reach in with pliers to pull out dust bunnies out of it Ooh, it was that bad like at um, that point you get a new computer <laughs> <laughs> no can't afford that shit <laughs> but um and then uh just like I completely cleaned it. I cleaned it so much that I rubbed some of the paint off of the outside of the case. But um, and yeah, then so- and, and Cherba, poor Cherba, he was he had to sleep because this is never really a good time for him. Anyways, it's always like ten o'clock in the morning, nine o'clock in the morning for him. Yeah, I guess he's uh he's covering the U.S. beat or something like that. Yeah, is that he what is. The deal is. Yeah, he is, and I so couldn't to- feel worse for him. Poor guy. What do you mean? It's got to be like boom time for uh, yeah, I mean, it's, for it's, fran- freelance writers. Oh yeah, I mean, hey, money, but come on, at a point is is the mental anguish sort of worth it? Oh man. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't I feel like this is all big distraction, like really. I mm. feel like a lot of the media play that they're doing right now is to like keep us away from the real stories. Yeah. Not to be all conspiratorial, but he keeps attacking you know, he's attacking the leakers and the news for, for you know, putting the stories out that the leakers put out. <laughs> um, and I feel like he the, the making it a war between him and the media is his way of kind of being like, hey, guys, don't look at all this other stuff that's going on and you won't have enough time. I mean, they did it in the campaign. Yeah. I mean, they just hit you with everything. So you had no time to focus boom, 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 boom. on any one topic. And yeah. in that case, like a lot of stories went away. Or they just didn't get the airtime that would normally sink a candidacy. Yeah. I mean, on the one hand, it's like this is classic magician sort of trick. You know, you know, don't we don't want you looking at this hand, so we do all kinds of flashy things with this hand. And but then on the other on the other hand, um, there appears to be so much dysfunction within his cabinet and so much fighting, infighting for power between, you know, everybody in his cabinet. You got to wonder if this is simply a factor of dysfunction. And I don't know which one it is. Is this gross ineptitude or is this incredibly clever? I just, I don't know. Shrug. (laughs) Shrug. Shrug. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) well, I mean, one thing is the White House, uh, like, like briefing every day doesn't exactly necessarily give a lot of really important information like how many Mm. different journalists have to be there to begin with because most of them i mean it's not like they i guess the post the washington post still got to go yeah i mean wapo is is still there and they're nice but how long is it gonna be before it just ends up that he gets rid of everybody who is uh, who doesn't give him favorable press i mean look the problem started happening once breitbart got a seat yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> so i mean it's uh... well i mean you know just like someone on twitter said you know woodward and bernstein uh didn't <laughs> attend a white house briefing they cracked watergate from the washington post city desk so i mean i would uh I just didn't remember that the real news does not come out of the watch. I mean, like, that's what part of the whole showman thing. That's why I'm saying it's dangerous in a way for us to focus so much on this aspect yeah. of the presidency. I mean, he obviously loves the media. He watches Fox News, CNN. I mean, yeah. they can, you can, t- people have timed when Fox News talks about a particular topic and when he tweets about it. Yeah. And it's within like a minute or two. Yep. Like, yep, yep. it is very clear that this guy loves watching himself on tv oh yeah but the important thing is what he's actually doing yeah and the good thing is that 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 is still getting attention you know when the white house you know passes a policy you know reversing transgender bathroom rights you know it is still it it's still getting media attention it's still being talked about you know by everybody and i i have to say this even though Fox News is still giving him a little bit of a, you know, a gentler treatment, shall we say, they're not shying away from talking about the, you know, the what he's doing with a critical eye. So credit where credit is due, at least on that part for them. Yeah, I thought two of uh, two of their commenters um, had really scathing oh, yeah. uh, rants about his, you know, the enemy of the, 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 the <laughs> fake news of CNN. <laughs> And uh, a couple other places is is not an enemy of me. It's an enemy of the people. people. Little red (laughs) book. Little red book. (laughs) I I, I, it's this whole conversation is a parody of itself. Good God! I I really (laughs) I don't even know what to do. I loved. uh, Speaking of funny uh, things people have done, did you see the the CPAC activist guy who went through and handed out Trump yeah. uh, on <laughs> Trump signs that were of Russian flags? <laughs> so he got them all the put the wave Russian flags with Trump's name on it during the CPAC speech. <laughs> yep. Uh, Prad in the live chat says the big Cheeto gets his intelligence from Fox and Friends rather than the CIA. Crazy, and that is that is sadly true. Isn't it the case that the? Uh, correct me if I'm wrong on this. Isn't it the case that a um, that people from the intel within the within the CIA and intelligence community, of course, never named sources, um, have said that they are worried about the they're 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 worried about, you know, they might have to possibly withhold intelligence from Trump because they have to assume that anything that goes on in the sit room goes back to the and I, I find it kind of hilarious that we're still using this term, the Kremlin. <laughs> uh, yeah, this I is mean, uh, be at a least very strange chapter in history books. At least the guy who replaced General, uh, former General Flynn, Flynn. Uh, is actually somebody who wrote a book on actually how dangerous Russia is. So, is it, is it <laughs> at least it, is it McMaster or or, or, or Mattis? No, Mattis is the uh, Secretary of Defense. Um, he, uh, let's see. Blanking on the guy's Mc, name. McMaster. Yeah, McMaster. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he actually wrote <laughs> wrote a book on the dangers of Russia. So, 
you know, at least, I mean, I would assume he was picked for that reason. It's going to be hard to call him a tool of the Kremlin. <laughs> you look but, at the uh, my... master, he's a, he is a stern looking individual. He, but, yeah. he is a very stern. <laughs> I always like how they call them like uh, warrior intellectuals or something like, like warrior prophets or something of the military. I'm like, huh, that's interesting. <laughs> when did, when did Rasputin end up becoming part of the... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> But hey, at least he's another guy who has credentials. I mean, right. you're going to get a populist guy like Trump who loves, like, didn't want politicians. He's going to fill his ranks full of military people and or CEOs, and that's mm. pretty much what he's done. Some of them are extremely sidelined, like Tillerson, where you don't, like, what the hell is he even doing? Right. right. Is he even in on these calls when they're doing policy that's going to affect our foreign policy? Probably <laughs> no. not. But apparently Boeing is in on calls with uh, to call us a Lockheed Martin. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's going to be uh, be an interesting time. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't. So the running it's bet. Like, so there's a, there's a decent betting pool going on that he's going to get impeached. You in on that, Scojo? <laughs> yeah, no, I haven't put money down yet. Um, <sighs> though I said that nothing would happen until after the uh, 2018 uh, midterms, midterms, as long yeah. as the Democrats yeah. control the Senate or the House. If Boy, they don't, wouldn't then that not be going to happen? Would not that be just hilarious? <laughs> well, Trump? it's not an un, it's not unprecedented. No, unprecedented. no, it's not. Un- That's usually what happens. It's not unprecedented. But can you imagine Trump versus a packed Democrat House and Senate with the the this sheer volume of his impotent rage? would be be a sight to behold, I think. I feel like it would be a very short-term situation. (laughs) Short-term? Though, (laughs) honestly, a Democratic Congress with a Trump presidency might actually be turned into something like really effective because Trump might really want to, A, not get impeached, and B, (laughs) he's used to just not really having a, a clear stance on something, so he can just change all his views to what the Democrats want. Right. And, like, focus on, like, infrastructure. He'd be like, hey, let's build stuff. And the Democrats would be like, sure. Yeah. You want to build stuff? We want to build stuff. Let's and the build, Republicans would be like, let's build all the things. <laughs> yeah, let's build, build some more toll road, roads, right? <laughs> yeah, there you go. If it, there are, there are, um, there, I, I would. I'm very interested to see what would happen if um, if more toll roads were added to California because we love our big wide high. And mind you, I have no idea when in the time I I've been living here. That did California become a we situation for me as opposed to a they situation for me? But never mind. <laughs> um, we do love our big wide highways. And uh, I've only seen like a like a fast lane kind of thing at once in one place. And that's like the road going somewhere between Los Angeles and Disneyland. So it's weird. Um, <laughs> Prad says Scott is so true. Scott's so true. Uh, Trump has maybe four thoughts in the day, all of which are wrong. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Man, uh, oh, what about the, uh, you know, suddenly the I care about states' rights, and then oh, I don't care about states' rights. Right. 
<laughs> no, no, he. It's very. It, it is very clear, as it has ever been in the past. Uh, in the past presidential term, that Congress only cares about states. Congress and Republicans in general. Well, um, I can't really say Republicans in general because I do know Republicans who are very concrete on their stances on things but let, let just to just to for simplicity's sake republicans in general only care about states rights when the states want to do what they want the states to do so otherwise you know it's time for government to step in and protect the sanctity of american values <laughs> isn't it kind of weird though that generally speaking when people use the states uh, when Repu- when conservatives use Cons- states right arguments it's usually to take away a right or make mm. something harder to do and when Democrats want to give rights to somebody, it's uh, they, you know, will use states' rights for that. Like, if you want to legalize pot, suddenly it's like, hey, states' rights, that's great, right? Because the federal government has this rule that makes it illegal. But we, but states' rights are good here. States, but then, are, like, the states are the direct voice of the people, except when it's something we don't want, in which case the people elected us, so we have the voice of the people. <laughs> But then it's like transgendered people want to use, uh, want to be protected to be able to use whatever bathroom they want. Oh, we got to have the states. (laughs) You know, we can't have those people use the bathrooms. I mean, states' rights. We shouldn't. Don't worry. They'll be protected on the state Mm. level. The states will do it. But one size fits all doesn't doesn't work here. Really? That's the whole point. (laughs) I mean, it's (laughs) like it's not. It's just. Come on. That's the whole point, guys. Uh, man, it's, I, I don't even, I, there's just so much. I, I, like when we were like, when I was just thinking about the fact that it was going to be me and you on the show today and we're, and I was going to end up talking about politics, I was like, I don't even know where to start. But there's I so much know. to talk about. There's, there's so much. I don't even. I, <sighs> All right. Hold on a second. So let's step away. Let's, we're going to still talk about the government, but we're going to step away from, from the, <laughs> the three ring circus, our, 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 you know, our, our carnival peanut is, is currently running at the moment. Uh, and talk about another governmental a- a- agency, NASA. 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 Uh, so a wonderful thing has happened. We've the, NASA, uh, in their in their continuing fear of being defunded by the Trump administration further, uh, has discovered their own way out. They found seven <laughs> planets uh, about thirty nine light years away from here that are all in the in the Goldilocks zone, as it were. Um, three of which are very much uh, appear to be based on their their you know their lookings at it hu- are, are, have a very high possibility of being human habitable. Um, so we should expect that uh, FTL drive that they've been kind of poking at to be uh, to be developed in short order, I suppose. <laughs> <sighs> uh, but no, it's it's actually really this is uh, really big. Uh, really big news. I think it's a Trapper oh. uh, Trapper Two system. Uh, Trappist Trappist One is what it is. Um, and of course, all the media organizations are already hyping up these artist renderings of you know beautiful sunsets of a mildly dim star over horizons of you know oceans and stuff. It's it's all very beautiful. But please, could we not? Uh, so uh, was the other story from that uh, that they are like they have a a new ship that they're trying out or is that am I just uh, reading that wrong? I don't know. I haven't seen anything about a new ship. Although to be honest, I haven't. I, I've been I've been mostly hearing what my what what uh, what uh, my cousin Varujan uh, has been has been posting on Facebook. They're saying like NASA tests. This is Daily Mail, so I don't really yeah. uh, you know We're always trust the Daily at? Mail. Right, but it's like NASA son of the Concorde supersonic X plane. Uh, I've been hearing in, about. I've been here. Oh yeah, I heard about that on NPR. 
uh, funded with uh, funded in part by your taxpayer dollars. Um, what? Government's never made anything. <laughs> but no, if, if I heard about that, but that's completely unrelated to this story here. Let me click the link. You're looking. NASA tests Son of Concord supersonic X-plane in its wind tunnel and says revolutionary craft could fly in 2010, 2020. My question is, why? Why? Why would? Why do we need this? To be, I mean, why just, just not? I okay. I get it. I, I I'm not strange. I'm not a stranger to the because we can argument. Uh, and I don't think that's necessarily invalid, but why do we need this? I mean, we have a shit ton of planes that work already that can carry more than the Concorde ever did. Um, but can they go as fast but, as the Concorde? But you're making up for the lack of speed with the people carrying capacity. I'm rich. I want to get somewhere <laughs> quick. <laughs> then you already have a then you already have a private jet <laughs> but not a big one <laughs> but actually that's the problem with, that was the problem with the concord it was so big it was creating too big of a sonic boom and it couldn't fly over the routes it was supposed to fly over that was the problem with it. that's why they discontinued it back in i think it was a uh, 2000 it was either 2003 or 2008 um yeah they could only fly it over the ocean without, they could, yeah they could only fly yeah. at supersonic speeds over the ocean and only and not over all parts of the ocean because this if the sonic you know god forbid the sonic boom disrupted the migratory patterns of humpback whales or something like that you know it's <laughs> they can only do it only certain parts of the ocean so it can never really hit its top speed for most of the journey so yeah I'm well, maybe this airplane is designed in a way where it doesn't have a extremely large sonic boom. Maybe, maybe. Although it does kind of look like the the front end of an F one car just sort of stretched out. I don't know. Maybe low boom. It supposedly has low boom. See, uh, there you go. Flight demonstration capacity. I don't know. I hope. I mean, it, look. I will never tell NASA not to do something. NASA needs shit to do, particularly since they're not sending people places in any near future. Ah, uh, I don't know. Ah, uh, what else? What else? What else? What else? What else? Hmm. I mean, there's 500 different topics on. If we want to keep talking about politics, if we want to move on, sure. Go ahead. What? Well, we could pick <laughs> one of your 500. There's 500 different topics. We'll oh, you want to call me on that? Okay. Yeah, well, right. There you go. Yeah. I'm apparently, call I'm calling you out, Scojo. Apparently, a Republican actually suggested that we could get. Trump's tax returns subpoenaed in the intelligence committee. I'm sorry. In the Say Russian that again? investigation. A Republican? I mean, granted that Republican was Susan Collins. What state is she from? Maine. She is oh. the She is the moderate Republican senator from <laughs> yeah. Maine. Republicans so centrist other Republicans can't really touch them <laughs> lest they yeah, break out in hives. Moderate moderate Republicans are pretty rare at this point. Yeah. I am entirely dissatisfied with how the political parties are moving further and further away from center. I thought the rule was they're supposed to move closer to center. Or is that just after the election has taken place? Uh, I mean, usually people govern from the center and that's what you i mean you see you well democrats especially like to govern towards the center yeah. like uh obama gave up a lot of chances of motivating his base the way that he could be mo he, i mean they're motivated now yeah <laughs> uh because he tried to like 
actually make a compromise bill, you know, like the healthcare didn't have a public option because he didn't want to, you know, piss off the Republicans and he should have just did it anyway because they ended up being pissed off, like that sort of stuff. Like we're at a point right now in the politics and this is why uh, Trump's approval ratings didn't get any noticeable like spike. <laughs> Is that usually a president comes ever? in? Yeah, well, they're not the lowest ever. They're the lowest for this point in a in uh, a presidency. In, in a presidency, um, because I mean George W. Bush had like a twenty-two percent at some point. Mm. Uh, so it's, it, the problem is because he's not working. He's not governing like he's governing for all of America. He's <laughs> governing for his base, and he's not making any sort of reach out to the other people and mainly just insulting people and starting a fight with pretty much anybody who says anything negative to him yeah. uh in that way yeah there is i mean there's not going to be a middle if you're going to be a republican you're going to be either forced to you know be a uh mcmuffin no mcmillan evan mcmillan guy the utah <laughs> The Utah Republican, uh, who's been very critical of Trump and still is, before he was before the election and after, because he just believes that Trump does not re represent the the you know the the party of Reagan that he's used to. Right. Uh, I mean, the Republican Party gave up on the party of Lincoln back when they did. You know, after they d uh, took the Southern strategy. Like I'm reading, it's really funny because I'm reading. Um, uh, give us the ballot right now for the Geek Nights uh, political uh, podcast <laughs> yeah. uh, book club. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's really, really shows that the way the parties are now is really completely driven by the Voting Rights Act and the fallout over the years from that event. Mm. Like literally there was, I mean, the Democratic Party, I mean, there was parts of, it's kind of what's kind of breaking apart right now on the Republican side. Because if you look at the South, as the South becomes a little bit more moderate uh, in like places like North Carolina uh, and Georgia, which were, you know, surprisingly clo close in this election, but not enough. Right. Um, it's because back in the day when the Democrats were half full of racist Southern Democrats, <laughs> Uh, they were, I mean, they ended up leaving the Democratic Party over the Civil Rights Act, and but they still had, like, they were still part of the Democratic Alliance before that for, like, economic issues. And so they moved over to the Republican Party after the, on purely the civil rights and, like, completely gave up all of the, uh, like, economic ideas that they proposed as uh democrats so it's it's kind of interesting <laughs> to see where we're at like it's uh I and don't they know, certainly I don't know where i was going <laughs> they can't well they certainly they certainly can't uh take the uh the the christian morals stance anymore either i mean uh, you when, know when, the <laughs> when you when you elect when you elect into office a serial philanderer you can't really can't really take the the good christian moral high ground either so i don't know i always had that feeling you know that the republicans deep down except for like their religious like hard-on thing that they had <laughs> like were generally trying to like they were really before the tea party it was you know we just want to have leaders who can lead our country and and you know america rah, patriotism rah, rah rah but they were like serious people generally i mean you know uh, as much as bush <laughs> George W. Bush was a serious person, but he, he, he I mean, he looks serious now. <laughs> I mean, comparison. we've gotten to a point where where George W. Bush looks like, you know, a senior elder statesman. <laughs> but and it, it's just weird because we're in a position where all the moderate and liberal Republicans 
I'm pretty sure are Democrats now. And it's part of the reason why the Democrat has such a large base. The Democratic Party has such a large base of people that are really just interested in like running something. Like that's like there's there's the activist side of the Democratic Party. And then there's like the we want things to work Democratic Party. Um, and they're more interested in not necessarily the ideological stru- structure, but just having the system work the way, you know, that the way it is or and maybe adjust it. Whereas the Republican Party, there isn't there used to be that group of people. Who are yeah. like, we just want things to work. We don't want to necessarily grow the government or whatever, but we would like the everything that's there to work to this nihilistic Republican Party that's like, just take it all down. Oh, yeah. And even though we don't want limited government, we also want to, you know, have this giant security state. Yeah. Where we, you know, make sure everybody's Christian and white and we toss out all everybody else. It doesn't have any funny sounding last names. Yeah. I, I I don't know. I'm I'm just the last like week or so. I've been just getting inundated with political emails that are just just fear mongering on Islam from, from your dad. Uh, it could be. <laughs> <laughs> so I I sent him a picture. He sent me like some a quote that was like um it was just I forget who it is, but it's just somebody saying like Islam's job is to take over the world and dominate all the other cultures. And, uh, oh, it's the entire world will be converted to a single nation with Islam as the only religion. Mecca as a capital and the Quran Your dad and my dad might, must constitution. be on Your dad and my... Uh, yeah. Already <laughs> begun. And and so I, 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 I quote it back. I was like, oh, yeah, this guy speaks for all the billions of Muslims, just like this Christian dominist. And then I quoted, I put a quote from him, like, represents all Christians. It's like, come on. Like he doesn't I don't think he he doesn't know anybody who's Muslim. I think that's really what it comes down to. Yeah. Like to him they're all like terrorists or they're aiding and abetting terrorists. Or or the Muslims and this is the case, you know, when I brought it up to my dad, I'm like, Dad, I know Muslims. They I know I know a few Muslims and they're not like this. And he says and he's like, Well maybe they're not like it, but they're not real Muslims. If they follow if you follow the Quran and ba 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 Yeah, it's, it's a no no true Scotsman. No true Scotsman. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> the problem is, even if I bring up the, hey, that's a logical fallacy, they're like, oh, everything's a logical fallacy to you if it doesn't agree with you. It's like, oh, come on. Ugh. Yeah, I just, I don't even, I, I want to engage, but at the same time, I know... Uh, it's an exercise in I, futility. It's just, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to get through to somebody over email. No. <laughs> I mean, that's just like, that's like never going to work. Also, not that my dad would be listening, but putting a note that talks about, you know, keep fighting Trump and this was what you <laughs> what you made for our granddaughter. Like putting that as like the subject line on an email is just going to piss me the hell off. Okay. <laughs> Ran over. <laughs> yeah, I know. All these emails, like they end up having like messages like you should care about your daughter and my granddaughter's life so that she doesn't grow up under Islam. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, guys, come can on. We, can, we, can, we, can we tone it down? Can we tone down the crazy? Just a bit. Just a little bit. I mean, for him, there's no differentiate. If you're, if the differentiation, if you're from like one of those countries, it's just like the freaking travel ban. Like there's people from Iraq. Iraq is an ally of us. The government that currently exists in Iraq. We, we are currently helping. We put it there and we're currently helping them in military operations. Not the only people did- who are. The people who are coming over from Iraq are former translators and people who helped the U.S. military 
during their operations and are now fearful for their lives and we're just gonna leave them out hanging like i can't think of anything more un-american not only that but i mean their elections we helped proctor it (laughs) i know right it's like not only not only did we curb stomp democracy into their into their into their country and we boy did we ever um we helped make sure it was all on the up and up. I mean, come on. Oh. I, I mean, I just don't. Uh, our foreign policy, I mean, just. Uh, it, we have it it's right like, now? You Are ha- we sure we yeah. have foreign policy at the moment? I'm not sure we do. I just can't understand how no one, like, you know, the people who think that this is, like, brilliant to stop people from being able to come from Iraq, pissing Iraq off, um, will help us, you know, control Iran if that's our goal, right? Because that just pushes Iraq into the hands of Iran. They already, people already think that Iran, I mean, that the that the military in Iraq is being run by Iran already. <laughs> and it's just going to be, you know, they're just going to have more and more control if that's what you want, that's fine. It's just like when we pulled out of the TTP. I mean, even though that wasn't the greatest treaty in the world, the idea of it was to get a bunch of trade treaties with all the small Asian countries in the area so that China doesn't just take over the whole area economically. Yeah. And by getting out of that, we might think it's great, but she... Uh, it's yeah. great It's great for like a few pet issues that a lot of people have. And I'm not demeaning, I'm not, I'm not re- you know, you know, de legitimizing the legitimacy of those issues the way the tpp implemented intellectual property law for for example was horrendous and it just it was way it was just entirely overstepping any necessary measure but if your big bugbear is the increasing dominance and power china has in the south in 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 asia and the increasing power they have with regards to international trade and manufacturing and their ability to basically outprice American trade or literally any other country for the most part out there, then the TPP was amazing. It gave you everything you could have possibly wanted. But to the to the uh, Republicans... Well, uh, it and had, everybody. I mean, to a lot of people. To a lot of to Republicans and I mean, a lot of people. Granted, it, just, the Repu- it had I the mean, stink. It had the stink of Obama on it for them, and it was to to paraphrase that one uh, Republican senator, one Republican congresswoman, is the only reason we didn't like the TPP was because Obama voted for Obama wanted it. No, no, that was that, that was, was about the, the affordable, affordable character. That was I affordable hair character. Yeah, are we the baddies? Are we the baddies? <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I, I don't. I didn't necessarily think the TPP was a great treaty to begin with. But Fine. if your idea, if you're Trump, and your idea is that you want to, you know, hem in China in some way economically, right? Just going against that completely, a hundred percent, was not the right move. I mean, you gave China a giant win. They're working on their own treaty, and that's going to go forward. And it probably won't be stopped by somebody named Trump. No. So I mean, we especially just, every since time, they gave him that trademark, he wa- he was previously denied. When when we don't take in refugees that are running from a com- country, where do they go? They end up either they end up hopefully in another country safe, or they're stuck still with ISIS or some other group trying to kill them. Like, and then they end up having to help and abed those people instead. Like, we are not doing ourselves any favors. 
No, we're also so, not yeah. doing it. We're also not doing any favors, as as uh, as Prad pointed out when we had uh, the representative of Somalia a make Somalia great again hat. <sighs> yeah, I mean, I mean, there's an argument to be made that if uh, we take all their brightest, like you know, the middle class people that can run away from their particular country. Uh, they all leave, then it hollows out the uh, intellectual core of that country, which can cause problems. Uh, I mean, that's probably an issue that you'd have in a place like Somalia, which is. But it been, would also like, hollow out the. In- it would also hollow out the intellectual core of the country if all the intellectuals d- get killed. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so, it's kind of it kind of goes either way, right? <laughs> it, be- it is better to have the. Uh, it is better to have their intellectuals than have no intellectuals from there exist and and at the same time like uh he just met with a bunch of ceos of the manufacturing plants and they pretty much said that we don't have an employment problem we have jobs opening nobody in the u.s wants to take them or has the skills to learn the job so we end up having to take people from abroad so you know (laughs) i mean it's the same problem the agriculture industry has look we can't do we can't give you your fruits and vegetables at the super low prices Americans expect and still pay and and pay workers the wages that Americans expect. Yep. And it's like, yeah, that is a problem. We, you know, the agriculture industry, you know, based on the based on the margins that we want, based on the prices that we want, they don't have the margins to hire, you know, American workers. And of course, you know, they're also saying that there aren't enough American workers who do want to do this work. So, yeah. Who knew, um, eco- who knew economics <laughs> and global policy was complicated? I know, right? It's not simple answers to any of these. Uh, it's it's fascinating. Yeah. I mean, I, I've been learning a lot by listening to uh, Rational Security Podcast and... Oh. Uh, and Vox, the weeds, oh, are two very good, very good uh, podcasts that really they go really beyond the cursory look at the topic, and they spend uh, a good amount of time talking. And then Rational Security is just a bunch of former uh, or current uh, intelligence journalists slash people that worked in intelligence talking about uh, current issues in mm. the, on those topics. It's really good. As well. Um, uh, Victor, I got to cut this short yeah. due to family matters. Oh, of course. Um, so No worries. I don't We've know. been at this for a little over a half hour. I know. I was That's... having a good rant, but yeah. uh, apparently my daughter is not going to sleep very well, and, and my family is sick at the moment. Oh, I'm um, sorry to hear that. Well, to, to do one quick non-political yeah. topic, I'm, uh, I just started watching the show uh, Legion. Oh. On uh, it's I'm watching on Hulu, but it's on FX. But it's a really, really cool and interesting take yeah. on an X Men. Oh. Like it's oh. very much uh, oh, freaking. I just lost it. It's by the director of the Fargo TV series, which is very like stylized. Oh. It's it's not your typical uh, superhero show. Hmm. Uh, you you'd probably enjoy it, Victor. Hmm. I'll take a look at it. Uh, for my part, I've been uh, just to 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 plug a show of of, of my own. I've been binge. I've been watching a, a lot of anime on Crunchyroll. And uh, oh, yeah, what are you watching? Uh what aren't I watching? Uh let's see. Uh, Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. Uh, which uh, which our friends at Geek Night just did a a, a preview review of it. Uh, let's see. Uh, watching. Uh, I I completely finished a uh, cooking show on their cooking anime. Let's see if I can pull it up. Uh oh, Cloudflare. There's something to talk about <laughs> next week. Uh, ah, here we are. 
There's my VR. Uh, Gourmet Girl Graffiti. Watched all 12 episodes of it. So relax. It's one of those shows that you will just that you can just watch, and it's just so relaxing to watch. <laughs> Although the way they treat food is almost pornographic. Well, that's the best way. Like, no. <laughs> you see, when I say that, I'm not being at all hyperbolic. Like the art when they when the characters are eating food, the art quality shoots straight up. Everything is in soft focus. There's Sparkle everywhere. It, the 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 sounds they make are a bit obscene. Um, but there's that. Oh, interview with Monster Girls. That's that's <laughs> my big show right now. Isn't that like isn't that like some sort of like etchy? No, manga not or at all. You would think it is, and there are a lot of Monster Girl mangas that are like that. But no, interviews with Monster Girls um, is completely innocent in every possible way in fact they huh. even subvert some expectations of etchiness uh in one of the episodes for like a second they think oh you're like oh is this the moment where the show goes and their show's like ha gotcha cool so it's great show. check it out yeah all right thanks all right. all right well thank you skojo and you will hear from us next week on acceptable vices hopefully with any luck i'll get the grand theft auto episode me chirba and george <laughs> nah. Done. Oh, that hasn't been posted yet. <laughs> no, it hasn't been posted. It hasn't even been edited yet. Oh, okay. it's, oh you know, it's it's multi-track yeah. video editing. Oh yeah, that's so anywho. Funny. All right, well, good night, everyone. Good night. is a Frostworks production. To find out more about us and what we do, check us out at www.frost.works. This show is brought to you in part by our Patreon supporters. In no particular order, thank you to Rochelle Mantanona, Grant McGillivray, Kate McIntyre-Ross, and Geek Knights for generously pledging $5 a month or more. If you'd like to support this show and all of our other shows here at Frostworks, you might want to consider becoming a patron yourself. Every little bit helps, and becoming a patron gives you access to behind-the-scenes goodies like blooper reels, project previews, and other great rewards. To find out more, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash victorfrost.